All right, we are back. We just had a week off. We were in Costa Rica. It was awesome. We're back and refreshed, but I do have to say I got a little post-nasal drip here. So if you hear me cough a little bit or clear my throat, that's what that is. I got reinforcements though. I got Caden here. I got Uncle Clint here. So if these guys need to do the talking for me, we are ready to go. But we had a nice relaxing time out there. I highly recommend that place. We did a little surfing, a little zip lining. Really cool little country down there in the south of Mexico, or south of Mexico, I should say. So we are going to go through a number of things here today. We are going to, first of all, we're going to start off with Caden's Windy City Corner. He told me I want to lead us off. I don't know if he's ready. He's got a new computer system in front of him. It doesn't have a video game up. He's already had his snacks. I think he's ready to rock. So this thing's going to start off with Caden's Windy City Corner. We're going to talk about the MLP regular season awards that came out. We are going to go into one of our favorite topics on this pod, and that is where is Shohei Otani going to land? He's one of our favorite players. We love talking about him, and we got some interesting news coming on him um, that's very exciting. Then we're going to jump into NFL. We're going to do some Week 11 talk. Going to also preview Week 12 with the Thanksgiving games, and then we're going fantasy pops and flops. So without further ado, it's the sports life. We're talking sports. Let's go. All right, Caden, you wanted this. You want this Windy City Corner. I want it to be the end of the show. You wanted it to be first. Who are you leading off with? Not next. We don't need to do this. I know the Chicago team that you're really dialed in on is the Bulls. Now, this kid's I'm riding or dying with the Bulls, and the Bulls Bulls stink. stink. Bulls stink. And he's watching them. They had a big comeback the other night. That was fun. They came back from 21 down against uh, the Heat. So they had a good win there. But, man, they get down every game. Then they got to claw their way back into it. They did a nice job doing that. Yeah, but you're not supposed to get down 20. So what do you think? What's the deal with the Bulls? Well, first I'm going to talk about the Bears. Because, you know, I I think there's some positives to take away from this. Okay, okay. Stop for a second. So we're jumping to the Bears. Let's close this out on the Bulls. Caden's watching them day I'm in, day out. The Bulls next. They're not doing very well. I'm but I wanted to Bulls mention next. I want to mention one thing real quick on the Bulls. Levine, because there's nothing to do on them. They're in last. Your corner's gonna be quick. I'm Levine, doing the hey, next. Levine, after the game the other day, they win the game, and I see him push a reporter to the side. The lady was trying to grab him. And I saw and I told Caden, I said, You see what Levine just did there? I'm like, we're gonna hear something about that. Sure enough, the next day it came out. They didn't Donovan said it's an internal thing or whatever. But Levine, I know what it was. DeRozan hit the last shot. DeRozan was getting the play calls late in that game. Levine wants the play calls. And Levine, I, honestly, I want DeRozan with the ball in the game. How does he not get a, a fine from the league for doing something like he that? He just, he didn't push her. He just kind of like, no, I'm not talking to you type of thing. And just, you saw, after they won a game, the rest of the team is celebrating. This guy's a prima donna. He's going to get traded. Get him out of town. The Bulls need to quit messing around. He's this. a good player. Dude. He is, but they need to quit messing around in this middle ground. You're not going to win with these guys. you got to make a decision to either rebuild and be bad for a while. Quit coming in 10th, 11th place. Go go get your team to where you can really be a contender or or not and be at the bottom and pick up a win by on. I don't, I don't follow basketball that much and watch basketball that much, but that, that offense, before I watched Levine ran that offense. That offense runs through him. He should be the guy with the ball in his hand at the end of the game. DeRozan's the mid-range guy, man. If you need that shot, I trust DeRozan more than I trust Levine. I trust Caruso on everybody. Caruso's their best defender, but not Caruso's to take a their big best shot. Player. <laughs> Excuse me. 
No, Caruso's their best player. He's, he's the most consistent. He's most Caruso's consistent. not their best player. Yes, he is. No, he's not. So, Ro- I like. To, I don't mind Levine. I like Levine as their volume guy. He should lead their team in scoring and so forth. But in clutch moments, I don't mind DeRozan with the ball at all. All right, what do you got? You want to jump to the Bears? Yeah, and then the Bulls. No, yes, the I got some stuff to say about the Bulls. Um, <laughs> and why wouldn't you see it when we're covering the Bulls? Because we got to go to the Bears first. So the Bears, uh, they lose a heartbreaker to the Lions. Uh, I, I was watching this game. Stop. I, I was watching this game. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I can't, I'm I, starting to like the Bears, even though I'm a Saints fan. I just can't stand uh, their their coach. It just kind of seems like every time I just look at this coach, he thinks he's some, like, hot shot, and he's he's awful. <laughs> That's oh. terrible. Even flu ain't pretty good. He's terrible. I saw this thing where it says uh, on like on a, a halftime interview, he said something like, "Oh, I got some things up my sleeve," and then it says like, and it said like, "What was up his sleeve?" And I just it just sort of play with like a like a run up the middle. Well, yeah, he, he got mad because he said he had some stuff up his sleeve. For example, you watched the Kansas City Philadelphia game yesterday. Kansas City. Consistently moving the ball in the first half of the game. They go in at halftime. Philadelphia's defense makes the adjustment and pretty much shut them down the second half. They didn't score any points. Pretty much shut them down the second half of that game. The Bears don't have the capability of doing that. And Fields, he did regain running back form again that week with 104 yards rushing. But we don't need a running back. We need a guy that can pass the ball. He's going to do just enough. To keep him. He it's exactly, stinks. It's exactly what we stinks. But they're bringing him back. He's going to do just uh. enough and look just good enough to think uh. we should keep him around, and we're going to miss a shot at maybe one of these next guys. I, wouldn't try, I don't think Caleb Williams. Florida State quarterback is out of the question now. His leg's broke. He's yeah. Who do you want, Caleb Williams or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. He has way more time. I, I don't want a guy to crash to his mind. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think I'd pass on, on that and go get a veteran. I'd go get a veteran quarterback for cheap. What about Kirk Cousins? I run the offense. Carson Wentz? Only if we can pay him in Colts cash. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, and then what's your identity? Are you a defensive team or an offensive? If the Bears go with that traditional beastly defense – and stick with that and not get rid of guys like Roquan Smith and guys like that, then you can build an identity with a game management type quarterback. So it just depends what they're trying to do. But Fields is not going to be the answer offensively for them. That's pretty clear to me. But like I said, they put themselves in these positions where you see Fields do just enough, just enough of these highlights, the speed, the quickness, the athleticism. Every once in a while he makes a, you know, throws a good dime. He, he, he can do it every once in a while. And that's those types of players are so dangerous because you hang on too long. I just think I think the uh, one thing that I saw from Fields that was um, that I was impressed from was his you know the way the way that he was smart with the ball. You know he didn't really make a lot of mistakes. Um, I feel like with the RPOs he did a nice job noticing when they hand the ball, noticing when to take it, noticing the right things. Um, noticing how to get those extra few yards, and um, I think really smart thing was when he was throwing the ball down the field. He maybe he wasn't as accurate, but he was going through his. I, I saw a good progression of um, him go, him going through his um, reads and find the man open. I thought he was much better at that. Did, did you ever that play that the Eagles do where they get real low and push and the push push? Yeah. 
they're trying to outlaw that in the NFL. I know, which is just ridiculous. No other team can figure well, out how to do it. Here's the, so funny, thing, here's the funny thing. It's unstoppable. It. They never talked about outlawing it when the guy who was best at it prior to Hurts was Tom Brady. You never heard a word about it. Tom Brady was the best quarterback sneaker for that one yard in football ever. He always got it. You never heard a word. Now that the Eagles have a system. I'm telling you right now, that system is unstoppable for one-yard games. You could never stop that system. Yeah, and now they got this fake. Let me tell you something. The Eagles Eagles basically are able to play a game and say, you got three downs, you need nine yards. That's it. They don't need ten. They're playing by their own set of rules because they know on fourth and one, 95%. Who came up with the tush push? Well, it's, it's a unique combination of Kelsey at center, Hurts, who could squat like 700 pounds behind him, and he gets low. And the combination of those guys and that beast. And it's then not they every got team AJ can do Brown this. behind him. Right. you got to have strong guys in the back. What happens when Kelsey retires? Are you I don't still going to be able to pull this off? Probably not to this level. No, probably not to this level. That dude's basically crawling on the ground when they get this. Philadelphia has a way. They do very unique things. Like the other day, Mahomes last night went to spike the ball. Oh yeah! The dude from from Philly between his legs slid underneath the uh, the offensive lineman's legs and almost intercepted it. We were. What I'm saying is, is like they're just different. They well, do things different and they win games. We because were talking of about that play at the end of the game too at Mahomes. The one guy's yelling, he was in between the the, the pocket. He was still in the pocket. It shouldn't be intentional grounding. I said the dude never made it back to the line of scrimmage. The pass. I did. said. If the, the pass, pass doesn't make right. it back to the line of scrimmage, and he's, it doesn't matter if he's outside the box or not. It's intentional grounding, period. Look, very seldom are you watching a game and arguing that, you know, something went against KC. Yes. Most of the time, exactly things go KC's way. KC you know, gets every call in the book. But we'll talk about that game a little bit more. Let's finish up with the Bears. What else you got on the Bears? Um, I really feel like Justin Fields needs a running game because – you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be Foreman, but I think they were kind of screwed. I think they could have won the game and chipped the clock in the second half if they had that combination between Foreman and Herbert. But they're kind of forcing the pressure on Herbert because Foreman got injured. They were trying to slowly uh, get Herbert back, but now they're then because Foreman got injured, they're kind of like, okay, uh, who's our next guy? Herbert's our best guy, and he's he's been out for a month. What about Buck Sweeney? That's true. That? That's true. Exactly. <laughs> Box Squeamy. Box Squeamy, yeah. Or Big Squeamy or when it starts with a B. He's got a weird name. I, thought it was I don't know who that is, but I'll tell you this. The Bears find ways to lose football games. They defended the Lions great the whole game. At the end of the game, they waltzed up and down the field. I don't know if they went into a cover two. I don't know. Play the game the way that you're playing it to get the lead. What are you protecting a lead for? What, what's the Bears' record? Why are you playing to protect the lead? <laughs> Play the game the way that you were playing it to get the lead and keep playing aggressive football. Yeah, I think they it's need ridiculous. To, they need to uh, go to what worked. You know, I felt I felt like you know, even when they were putting up good coverage, it looked like they were playing a zone. And and when they were trying to put, even when they were playing a zone, they were still finding a way to get golf out of the pocket. And then they saw when they found the um, linebackers and safeties over the middle of the field, golf didn't really notice that, and that's where. He, those interceptions, but they're, I felt like they were trying to force more pressure in the second half, and Goff is really good at being smart with the football, especially in clutch times, and he found a way to uh, beat, um, find a man open, and the Bears couldn't really adjust. I'll tell you what, 
I, I don't trust Jared Goff. I'll tell you, every time I see him, I, every, I, once, I, I trust every once in a while, his evil twin shows up. And he doesn't look like he knows why he's on the football field. And I can't trust a guy like that in the playoffs. You see him. He threw multiple balls just right to the Bears early in that game. He's sitting around in the backfield. He's dancing around. He doesn't have that kind of time. He's dancing around. Nobody's open. I, I, I don't know. Early in that game, he looked awful. I don't trust him as a playoff performer. But, God, sometimes you're right, Caden. He does make the smart play. He did make a big comeback there. But I'll tell you right now, I mean, not a dude I trust. Throwing three interceptions and still having that confidence throwing down the field, That's that takes some risk. Who you want? You got one game. Who you want? Cousins or Goff? Cousins. Well, I take, you care. Want? I take care. I think so, too. I take care. I think so too. And golf, I, I'm 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 happy for golf. Golf looked like he was essentially out of the league after the Rams deal. He's revived his career in Detroit. Detroit's playing well. They got a great coach. Didn't they win the Super Bowl with him? Or no, they got rid of him in Stafford. They got rid of him and won with Stafford. Stafford. Exactly. Yeah. They, they made it to the Super Bowl with him. Made it to and the scored Super like Bowl. three points or something against. Uh, I think it was a Brady team. But yeah, just um, it's interesting with golf. So I just don't know. Unfortunately for the lowly Lions. Even though they got a good team this year, I think it's going to end early in the playoffs for them. Well, think if, jo- if Goff can uh, force less pressure on him for the running game, that's what I'm talking about for like a guy like Tyson Bajan. He wasn't really. I feel like most of his success was because he could have. He knew he had a guy like uh, Deontay Foreman who could run the ball pretty well. And then when he when he got in, into um, himself in good positions, like third and short or even like first and tens. He uh, felt comfortable in those situations, but it all started with the running game. If you give Fields a le- really legit running game, he could be dangerous with the way that he plays, reads, and plays yeah, off. Yeah, especially of that. on the RPOs. But because I still the- don't trust him to hit his targets. Did you watch the, the game last night? I mean, yeah. there was a couple times where Hertz had Devonta Smith wide open, and he, he and just he missed completely him. missed him. I mean, and Hertz didn't not, look his best. That's yesterday. not like Hertz. Hertz is usually better than that. But, I mean, I, at the end of the game, when he ran down the sideline, I'm, I'm going to my buddy, Smith's wide open. I mean, he's wide open. There's nobody within 10 yards of the guy. Yeah. He throws the ball out of bounds. I'm like, he was pulling he, off his reads. Because he got hit early in the game, I right. think he was. Yeah, he got shook up, man. They were all over him in that first half. Anything else on the Bears? I want to move on to Shohei, dude. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I just feel like the defense kind of folded up. I know the second half, the offense, I mean, they scores 26 points. Usually 26 points is going to win some games, especially with the defense. They had all the confidence. They had all the confidence. I just don't know how you can go from that to letting Jared Goff and this Lions offense just drive right down the field. I'm just not sure. Twice. I think, I think they just had, I mean, maybe they weren't, they weren't just. St. Brown's uncovered. <laughs> yeah, he's good. That guy's uncoverable, man. He gets another guy that's uncoverable is Kelsey. That guy is open on every single play. Catch it. Yes, he is. Yes, oh, he is. And the St. Brown, the he had pe- a couple big drops. The yesterday. pedigree in that family, Saint, the St. Brown family. The old man was a bodybuilder. The Bears the kids. got the short end of the stick. Right. Well, Amonra, he's he's the youngest brother, and he was by they knew by far he was going to be the best, and he's shown out to be the best. He just had the most athletic ability, skill, strength. I mean, he's he's the truth. I mean, but keep in mind, you got two brothers that made pro. The other one, I don't think made pro, but he was Division One at Stanford or something like that. So by USC. Uh, no, Amon Ra, I think was from USC. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where each one went, but they all, um, you know, they've all been successes, and the, and they're all very smart. The parents, they had this setup. The mom was responsible for education, and the dad was responsible for their athleticism. They all speak like five or six languages. Wow. 
And the mom, they would take them out of school and take them to other cultures and other countries. They would spend a lot of time there, learn the languages and stuff. It's like, if you look them up, the story on Real Sports, look it up. Um, Real Sports HBO, they did a story on the family. It's awesome. You're like, holy cow, this was, and this was before Amon Ra was even in the in the pros. And, and you look at the Kelsey brothers too. I mean, how how often do brothers make it to the to the NFL? It's unheard of. Yeah, it's unreal. All right, we're moving on. All right. It's Shohei time. No, no, yes, it I is. got Don't the. I got. It. I just got a couple of things about the about the Bulls. So, oh. uh, I, I, if I'm the, I, I just, I, I just feel like <laughs> this Go team. Ahead. So the Bulls, I have a feeling. There's, I have a feeling if they can keep themselves in the mix, they're not they, in the mix. Yeah, but they, they stink. They don't stink. They they got the heart. I mean, they just it just kind of seems like every time they they're down, they find a way to come back. If they can play that consistent basketball when it's when it's zero zero, and they go up to a hot a hot start, and keep that confidence when and momentum that they have when they're down, they just need to play consistent four quarters basketball because they're up and down. Way. You're not going to consistently come back from down twenty. <laughs> you can't always play from behind. You got to. You got to get. They're always playing from behind. It's a struggle watching them. They're not even playing the top teams out there. I man. can't watch the way basketball's played today. At all. I said that. Until you run back. into a Boston, I can't watch. Well, I, I really it's very. Like, well, you should try it. It's watchable. I really I feel like we have a nice all around game. I feel like you know Kobe White. I know he. I feel like I would like to see him more, a little more aggressive to the basket, like guys like Alex Caruso is. But I feel like he's done a nice we job. Get show we got to get to show. I feel like no, he's done stop. a nice That's job. It. I agree but, with but you. Good I job. I got one more thing. Our bench got to step up. And we need that fourth guy. Fourth, we got Kobe White, who's been stepping up at the point guard. Nice job running the offense. Vucevic, it seems like he's pointing up the st- stats. He's, he's doing a nice job getting offensive rebounds. He's he's um, dishing uh, assists, getting big-time rebounds, uh, doing a nice job in the paint. And Levine and DeRozan, there are two big guys. I just don't feel like they're getting it done, but it just seems like every time we have a comeback, these five guys are really getting it done. But we need, we, we need that fourth guy and that starter because it was – Patrick Williams, he's not getting it done. Torrey Craig, he it just seems like he's just there. Isn't that your favorite player, Patrick Williams? No, it's the guy he don't like. Players. No, Williams, he wants a big time contract. His favorite player that he mentioned last time, I like the guy up. The guy scores like three points a game. Javon Carter, he's been he's been a he's been a little cold. I, wasn't but I really like him. A little cold. I wasn't even gonna bring it up after he talked about how much he liked the guy. I looked, I couldn't even find the guy. I was looking. Yeah, I just I, I I really like him. I really like him and Crusoe off the bench. But we need guys like um, I really feel like Billy Donovan needs to um, put in Phillips, that guy that he doesn't put in um, at all. Yeah, I just feel like he needs a little bit better of everything. The bench needs to be better. We need a little bit of everything in this bench because you just can't depend on depend on four players, four or five players to get it done and consistently get it done. We need this bench to uh, contribute in some way, and we're just not getting it done. They stink. That's why. Our bench needs to contribute. We don't have any top performers off our bench. We need some people to get in fresh bodies and continue putting pressure on the other team. Here's what everybody's been waiting for. All right. I just decide going into this conversation today, punch it in, MLB.com. Caden, read the headline from the article. MLB.com. Five reasons. No, no, no. Headline article. I want you to read just the headline article. Five reasons the Cubs make sense for Otani. All right, that's not the headline article that I read, but that's close enough. So anyway. In search of the club that needs Otani the most. 
basically it said why the north side makes sense for Shohei Otani. It does not say that. The article Ooh, goes through. They might have changed it already. Cash. All right, here's the Mac deal. Craig Council hiring. They're willing to spend that kind of dough on a manager. The Cubs are making the push right now. They're going to make moves. They, they are looking to spend money. That's number one. Number two. The Cubs right now maybe he's are in a, hey, maybe, right hey, maybe he might get it. Might, maybe the Cubs might get a lower value because he's not pitching. The Cubs are in a great position right now. Their their farm system is awesome. Got to trade Bellinger. Okay. Yeah, Bellinger's gone. Bellinger's, they already said Giants, uh, Dodgers. Well, he's gone. He's not coming back here. But we are in a position to make some serious improvement. We have a lot of strong position players in our farm system. We got some good pitchers coming through. That's number two. Number three. Wrigley, man. Let me, Wrigley's uh, iconic. Where else do you want to play in the league? Let me ask you a question. As a diehard Cub fan, and watching the Cubs all the years we watched them, have they ever ponied up the dome? Ever. When they They're have. They're not ponying up the they dome. They got Sayas Azu. No chance. I think of uh, Hayward. I think of Soriano. And that's why they're not going to pony up the dog because of the screw ups that they've had in the past. But I'm now, I think about this. Slam dunk, I don't think that, that we get him, but it's pretty darn exciting that we're in the mix. I heard that he's looking at all six teams he was looking at were all on the West Coast. Only one team he was considering in the middle of the country or out east Chicago Cubs. They liked him in 2018. He liked the Cubs in 2018. There wasn't a permanent DH, he wasn't going to have a chance to go both ways. He likes the Cubs still. And, no. I, and I still say he ends up in the pinstripes on the East Coast for the New Yeah, for the Cubs. Because they're going to unload the checkbook and pay him whatever he wants. Let me ask you, to can go he over. put it on the roof in right field? Can he do a Glen Allen Hill to right field instead of left? Because if he comes, baby, we might see it. That's I what I'm talking I want to see him. Put on top of the scoreboard. I want to see Rizzo him. Rizzo broke one. I think he like. I want to see this guy on the north side because Don't my reason me number I'd four. I'd love to see him here. My reason number four, I think, is the biggest reason, and it's Suzuki. I think. If the they comfort, sign Yoshi, he's coming. The comfort of having another Japanese player here. The other guy got posted that we talked about. I don't. I, I forget how to say his name. Yoshi Yamamoto. That's close. I just don't think the Cubs will pull uh, up enough dough for the guy. If they, he's going to take seven hundred fifty to eight hundred fifty million to get him. I mean, number five stage is set. Does this dude want to be Chicago's next Michael Jordan? I mean, this is what. Yeah, yeah but he's not going to pitch. That's what makes him so special. Is because no, he, can he pitch. is going to pitch. He's going to take off one year of pitching. A Cubs gentleman in World Series and next I'll, year. And mark my words, that dude ends up a closer. Mark my words. I was just going to say, why don't we use him as a closer? I we got Alzalis. Alzalis are next closer. I believe, Sho- I believe Shohei Otani pitches as a starter for two, maybe three more seasons, and then he becomes a closer. I think he's going to have a John Schultz type 125-win career plus another 125 saves before it's all said and done for him. I, I, I would I would love as a diehard Cub fan to see him here. I just think that the chances of that happening are very This very is one difficult. other guy that I like um, that's kind of – I think we can we – can, Get Matt Chapman. I really like Matt Chapman because when we think about it, our our these aren't really the positions we really need. Pitching, we're okay. I think we're gonna play. Got a good farm system. The there. question is, how much money are we gonna afford if we get Otani? Because Otani's gonna want. What position do we need the worst help in? The the corners. Third base. The corners. Third base is where you need the most. There's Candelario's gone. Madrigal's gonna be gone. Wisdom. Thank God. Be. Send him out. 
goal. He did a good job for him. They're getting a what's-his-name ready at first. Your All right. guy. Ready? They're working him in. Good. I heard a lot of stuff to do with trade him. No, they're going to be a big mistake. I think they're going to try to get him in at first. I also heard the Cubs. I think they should trade Morrell and somebody in a couple prospects for Alonzo. See, I thought the Cubs were going to get Alonzo. There's a guy we lost that trade I would love Morrell. to have back, and that's the uh, that bomber, the big Cuban. What the heck's his name? He went to KC. He won a Solaire? Solaire. Oh, God, that guy back. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want Corbin Burns. He could steal Burns. Ooh. The Cubs are going to make moves. I'm telling you right now. Three-year window. Big-time moves. Three-year window. Look, it's yeah. obviously the, the biggest fish in the pond is Shohei Otani. We probably won't get him. It reminds me of when I wanted... If he wants to come here and the Cubs open a checkbook, we can get him. It, I just don't it, think it it reminds, me, it reminds me of, of LeBron. LeBron could have won titles in Chicago when he went to Miami. Here's what you're going to have right here. You're going to have Steinbrenner sitting there and saying, calling up the agent and saying, how much is it going to take to get Otani in New York? And he's going to write the check. He don't want to be in New the York, dude. It doesn't matter. The question it is, does this matter. Is this is what I'm wondering. Money talks and you know what walks. This is what Here I'm wondering. I think Otani, I, I just don't think... Do you think he'll, with all the pressure, because if he has a bad year in New York, there's going to be a lot of booing. And if, he, if they're paying him $500 million and he has a bad year, I don't think Otani wants to be in that pressure. I agree with okay. pre- I don't think he wants New York, dude. New York's he was, a he sees. End. He goes to New York. When they beat him, all they do is boo. Steak dinner for both of you guys if Otani's not a Yankee. I'm buying. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm buying. still going with the Dodgers. I, I have no doubt in my mind. That they're going to open and, up the checkbook. The they may for, offer the guy a billion dollars to get him. Also, think for they Bellinger. Might. Do you think Bellinger with a big-time contract? I'm telling you, I think he's going to fold up. I think with a one-year contract, he's going to play more loose. I think it's the value of the contract that, it, I, especially for Bellinger. I think you're right. Bellinger's going to fold up, especially as a Yankee. Somewhere else if he gets a long-term deal. Bellinger's going to fold up. I don't think Bellinger will. Sometimes you get the best out of guys when you Bellinger. put their backs against the wall. Belly, put him in a contract. Uh, even even Otani, you signed the respect. guy for ten years. How many of those ten years is he going to give you as great quality years? I don't think. Be- I don't think Belly's going to get a big you contract. You know what, man? Shohei, Shohei, Otani's an exception to the rule. Shohei I mean. wants to win. This dude doesn't care. This dude doesn't care about money. And you don't think not Yankees Trump. is the best place for him to win? Yankees got more championships, double the championships than any team in baseball. Shohei's going to the Yanks. Yeah, the Yankees when, on the downfall. They, when they, they had, didn't when they've the had their up. best runs, it was with teams that weren't superstar laden. You know, their best run back in the '90s, early 2000s, was the Shohei doesn't want to be a Yankee. Meals, I'm telling Derek you, Derek Jeter's. You know, it's just a great team. It doesn't matter if you want to be a Yankee. When the checkbook opens up, you can change anybody's mind. Let me tell you. All and right. the Yankees, I'm going north. Yankees pony up more money than any team in baseball when it comes to somebody they want to get. What about the? What about the? This is what I was thinking. We're on the list, at least. You know, we're on the uh, list. Yeah, that's good. Do you Yankees, think- Yankees ain't even on the list. And I Yankees are down the there. list, past the Cubs. You got the, the Dodgers are still up high on this thing. Do you, the Yankees what about- are down the list, but the Yankees got something that only them and the Dodgers are willing to do: pony up the dough. Now the Dodgers could be maybe the Padres. The Dodgers could be the team that did oust me because they could. Padres are rebuilding. Dodgers will spend up. I mean, they will. Dodgers and Yankees. I'm telling you right now, if you ain't got 850 million, you ain't getting show. I think it's going to take. It's going to be tough to get them with less than seven fifty. That's for sure. Yeah, but this is what the Cubs had that 
Maybe teams like the Yankees and Dodgers don't have. They the got the highest paid guy that comes ever paid was Hayward, and it's a fifth of what they're going to try off for Otani. I don't know, man. We'll see. Hey, let's talk about the awards real quick. It's a nice parlay into that, or a nice segue, um, because like we knew, Shohei AL MVP, Acuna NL MVP, both unanimous. No brainers. Okay, I can't yeah. believe people were talking about anybody other than Acuna. I knew Shohei for sure. Shohei could have won three in a row. This is two out of three. Otani had more homers than anybody legally played 135 games. What did he, did he have? Outside of the guy from Atlanta. That's it. No, but I mean in the oh, AL. In the AL, yeah. AL, no, no doubt. Homers in the AL. No doubt. Shohei could have stopped games. playing halfway through the year. Shohei comes to Chicago. He's a 50 homer guy. Every year he's here. That's a playoff difference. I feel like the Cubs need a couple couple big-time players because they have a solid team. But I don't really think Swanson is supposed to be that big-time player that can lead him. He was a big I I wasn't a big Swanson guy when they signed him because I didn't think Swanson had a stick. Tani's the big-time player. That's what the Cubs know. They need a couple big-time players. They need them. Where where I think Ross did a bad job of managing last year is he had one – Best power hitter he had on his team. He only played half the time. When you got to get, yeah, I knew it was, I knew it was a, He's got to be in there. So. I knew it was a mistake when they uh, when they they didn't call it Morel. I mean, they called it Morel in May. Do you think that Horner can play third? I think Horner's a lock at second. He's staying at second. Horner's dude, the, I'll bring Horner's that up right now because the Cubs. There was only two I teams. Saw this thing on only two teams in the league had three Gold Glovers: the Cubs and the Rangers. That's it. The Cubs. Nico, Nico, um, I thought the Blue Jays, Dansby, and Hap, all were Gold Gloves. It's hard. There's not much room. There's I only the Blue Jays. Oh, pitcher, look it up, Kenny. Their pitcher was, up on there. Their pitcher was a Gold Glover. I got it up here. I should have had their pitcher was a Gold Glover. I thought the Blue Jays had three guys too. Go to the award page. Did you take that off? No. I had all the pages up, and he shot it down. Well, I did Anyway, I had all the awards right here, right here, right here. up. And go down to Gold Gloves and see. Toronto's pitcher got a gold glove. I thought they had three guys. It's just showing the Rangers. How many? Do they give out more than one? Volpe won a gold glove? Toronto. Oh, Toronto does have three. Chapman at third. Kiermaier, center. And then the pitcher Barrios. And then the so think about that. Six of the nine positions. How are does Strowman now with a gold glove? I feel Blue like Jays. Six of the nine spots. The no, you're right. And then, like I say, the Rangers. And then the Cubs had three. The D-backs had two. So I, mean, I was Cubs, just thinking of a way because Morel, Morel's a second baseman. That's yeah, he's not going to get Horner. Morel. I mean, he's a fantastic. If I feel you like could play should, second, is he big enough to play first? That's what I don't know. I mean, he he, could he should play third. He would, he came, when he came up, not last year, the year before, they had him in center field. He played outfield almost the whole time he was up there, and then they had got Bellinger, so he couldn't oh, play. Bellinger's gone. The question so is, try him back in center. What do you even do with Talkman? Is Talkman going to be your everyday center fielder? I don't think so. No. I like Taco, Taco, but I don't Taco. think so. I don't think if he's I had a... my choice between Morel and Taco, I'd take Morel. Talk, talk more let's run through. Let's finish running through these. No major surprises. AL Cy Young was Cole. That was a no-brainer. NL Cy Young, we had a little bit of conversation on earlier, but it ended up being Snell. I mean, I think that his second half of his season. The most, Justin Steele got. I mean, Justin Steele got. The him. most important thing about Blake Snell getting a Cy Young: twelve scoreless starts. Twelve. Yeah. That's that's pretty that's pretty tough to do nowadays. In yeah, he had, game. They have twelve scoreless starts. I still think 
Steel blew it late. I really do. I think Steel's name was on that. You thing. should have to. No, you do. Two you stars. Cadence. And you got to close the show, dude. Nine after what he started, one and six. Yeah. You got to close the show, though. Steel had a chance. I mean, Steel was rolling. and three down the stretch. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You got to. You got to close. Those two big games at the end of the year, Steel pitched terrible. Those are I games mean, that, that probably, we win. We're in the playoffs. That probably cost us. I think it cost them definitely, 100. percent um, I and just then got a had, center fielder that I think could make a big difference on our team. Adam Duvall. I mean, you got him. The Cubs, he's 30, He's 35. If you offer him a one, two-year contract, this guy could make a what difference. What about Crow You don't even know he's this guy's status. Field. That's true. He's supposed to be I out. Like so I don't know. But Give hey, him another year in the minors. AL Rookie of the Year, Gunnar Henderson. NL Rookie of the Year, Corbin Carroll. Two studs. Two guys Henderson with, looks like he's like two a, guys with huge features. How many man. more years do we have for? I don't know. I like Hap. He's. I don't know how many. He more gets on base. For. He'll give you a good amount of home runs. I just, this is the most I've liked him. That's the best year we. I just feel like if Hap can, if he's Hap got a can cannon in the outfield. He's making big plays out there, and he his on base percentage went way up. He was way more this patient at the plate. He strikes out a lot though. If he can limit those lines, if he can limit those strikeouts, that's the same problem Morell's got. He strikes out too much. He gets fooled way too much. AL Manager of the Year, Brandon Hyde for the uh, Orioles. NL Manager of the Year, Skip Schumacher. I, I, Schumacher. Billy Hamilton's only Uncle Clint's got thoughts on that NL Manager of the I, Year. I, I the Florida guy, I think he was my pick, I believe. He was, he was. Um, it, but it, I knew that was a close one. The there. reason was, that he, he won the Manager of the Year is because he was 33-14 and 14 in one-run games. I mean, that, that's just... It takes a lot of And no one had any, anything to, for the Marlins to, to do that. Marlins weren't a very good team. But for the Diamondbacks guy to not be second, that's just, to me, that's ludicrous. That guy, to me, should have been the manager of the year in the, in the National League. Yeah. But the American League manager of the year, the guy took a team from 110 losses to 101 wins in two years. That, that guy's a lock. I mean, he, that's just unheard of. If the Orioles can get some pitching, They'll be in the ball game. They'll be in business. Yeah. I just feel like they're too young. I don't think in the big stages they can. They need some veteran players. Look, a lot of times you get skewed when you see how everything ended, but the regular season's a long haul. Billy Bean, if you if you watch Moneyball, he would tell you he can build a team to get to the playoffs. It's impossible to build a team to win in the playoffs. You just don't know what you're going to get. You got to get hot. If you would have, I would have bet big money that this was Philadelphia's year. Everything was going in their direction. Their hitters were locked in. Castellanos was locked and in. And I bet against Harper them because I bet against them because the Arizona Diamondbacks were absolutely on fire. I know that, but I'm saying if you're watching and you were seeing what was going on in Philly with the fans, they seemed like they had that momentum that Bean was talking about. That momentum that you can't you can't draft. You can't Get that in the regular season. It's a playoff team, a playoff vibe. You get rolling, you can't be stopped. They, they had a better team than in Arizona. They the had a better team. But the Rangers ended up being that team that got rolling, right? Yep. They snuck in. They barely got in. They ended up not even winning their division. They won every single road game they played. You just don't know MLB playoffs. Do you get hot at the right time or not? That's the bottom line. And as a general manager, your goal is every year make your team competitive, get them to the playoffs, and then see what happens from there. And I always just found that very interesting that Bean, you know, made that comment because I think it's so true. You just don't know. Cedar Rangers won one, and they never won before, so it was it was nice. I am too. I think that was awesome. All right, we're moving on to NFL. All right, so week eleven, some interesting things. I just got a few notes I wrote down. I'll let Uncle Clint jump in, but uh, 
Baltimore taking down Cincy. I think that was big. Baltimore looks like they've kind of taken control of that division. They're they're up there with KC as one of the best teams in the AFC for sure. Cincinnati's done. Burrow's hurt now. Um, they're just not going to be able to do it, unfortunately. Um, so that that game was big for me to see that because Baltimore definitely is in the driver's seat now. Uh, Houston, man, that team that team's got a future with Stroud. Uncle Clint's big call from the early season, Tank Dell, baby. This dude, multiple weeks in a row, is getting it done. Caden finally started him. I think he got him 30 in the fantasy he, league. He's awesome. Got four touchdowns in the last three weeks. So he's, he's starting to starting to roll. Dude gets open. He, he's best route runner in football. I told you that at the beginning of the year. The guy's the best route runner in the NFL as a rookie. I think it's been cool to see him pop and, and to see him get going, to see a little guy like that. See, Kate, I find these guys before the season starts. Before. Another Actually, t- Pep, Pep was big on that one. He yeah, you, you, you mentioned Puka and him preseason, so those were awesome calls. What are your thoughts on this, the, like the Niners and the Cowboys? I wrote down 49ers got some Dallas in them. They just seem like they wipe out other teams. People Then the media gets behind them, and then they come up against the teams that are hard to beat, and they can't get it done. I, I would be very surprised in the NFC if anybody comes out of there other than Philadelphia. Philadelphia should yeah. be a lot to make the pick. Should be a lot to make it back to the to the Super Bowl again. The, the NFC is weak. Philadelphia. Yeah, weak. I, 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 we were talking about this earlier. They they almost got a little cheat code going with the way that they're able to play and the way that they're able to utilize four downs. That first, that third down in one play is, is un, unbelievable. It can't be stopped. I mean, it doesn't just pick up a yard a lot of times. It picks up three, four yards. They just blew Kansas City's defense to the back of the end zone on a goal line. I mean, it just. Those guys get so low that they just blow those guys back. Here, here's an interesting thing. They're about talking about outlawing the play now. I don't know what KC has done to that team offensively. You saw the drop balls. Um, Mahomes is improvising every play. I mean, the guy's impressive. I, I know. I feel like I feel like the league wants him to be their poster boy. I feel like a lot of things go Casey's way in terms of officiating they and things do. like that. But I gotta say, he's unbelievable. Every play is improvised. That's why Kelsey does so well with Mahomes, because Kelsey plays improv, improv football. He dances around. He sticks with the See, I think and he gets Kelsey. Open. I think personally, Kelsey saves Mahomes a lot because Kelsey always gets open. But it's the way that they work together. Mahomes is back there dancing around, dude. I mean, he's not. Very rarely does Mahomes go one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, throw, one, two, three, throw. No. He's back there improvising. Kelsey stays in the plays longer than the other guys, works his way open, and whatever you want to say, they work very well together. But KC is going to be there, and the reason they're going to be there is because their defense is really good. Their defense was getting pressure on Hurts last night. Philadelphia made the adjustments in the second half, but man... KC has a team right now where you think, hey, if you got a great defense and Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback, you're going to be there. I'm making a prediction right now that the Cleveland Browns win that division. They I'll bypass the Baltimore and win that division. Oh, the, the North? The Browns are more scrappy. I don't trust the Ravens. Cleveland Browns. Here's the thing about the Browns. They don't... He ain't got no running They don't have a quarterback. I've heard him. They don't have the best running back in the league in Chubb, and Watson's gone. 
I mean, I don't even know who they had quarterback in the defense. Defense carries them. I mean, their defense carries them. I like I like Baltimore more than I like Cleveland. Uh, another another guy this week, that Chabernet guy from Seattle. If now that White's Kenneth Walker's out, that Chabernet guy's a guy that should be on the pickup sheet. Walker, Kenneth Walker's out. Walker out. Out probably for the rest of the year. Why? Is he? he got hurt last week. Didn't you watch? Didn't you pay attention? Chabernet came in and, and carried about fifteen or twenty carries. Seattle choked that. Pick him up. Pick up Cabernet or whatever his name. What is this guy? Wine? Cabernet. He's a, he's a he's the backup running back. Like a George line. probably already got him. George, George, you pays. Caden's in last place, so he picks these guys up. No. Oh, okay. Automatic. <laughs> Dude, George is dead. What's George his has name? lost. I think he lost five of his last six. What's the Cheb Chabronet. C-H-A-B-R-O-N-E-T, I think. What do you think about Denver, dude? What's going on with well, them? Here's what I put down. Um, I can't find him. Well, as one of my... Just go to Seattle and look at their second string running back on their roster. What about, what about Ty Chandler? I like Ty Chandler. He's going to be Minnesota's back. He's going to be Minnesota's back. What do you got on Denver, dude? Okay. I, I think that Peyton has got Denver... Moving in the right direction. Denver's going. And I'm predicting Broncos country the Denver down. Broncos beat the Dallas Cowboys this week. Yeah. I'm taking Denver. Broncos Denver's country. no. Denver's playing the Browns this week, aren't they? I I looked at Look it up, Ken. I, I want to make sure because I, I think it was Denver. I think Denver, they got Dallas. No, I think they got the Browns this week. But who I don't know who Dallas has. Look, look up week twelve. Because I got Dak Prescott. You're in week eleven. Look up week twelve. Oh no, it's a division game. Prescott's against Washington. Correct. Right. Oh yeah, I'm they're sorry. on Thanksgiving. Prescott's against Washington. They're on Thanksgiving. That's right. That's my mistake. So Prescott's with, against Washington. With week twelve, our three Thanksgiving games, we got the Packers, Lions first, Commanders at Cowboys, and then Forty ers at Seahawks. There's also a Friday game this week. First time ever. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That Who's playing fun. that game? I don't Dolphins, know. Dolphins, uh, Dolphins, Jets. So back to your for your Broncos prediction, and the Browns winning the division, like you just said, are the Broncos getting the Browns? Uh, no, I think the Browns <laughs> won that game. I do. But Denver's come. Denver's coming on strong. I'll tell you what, man. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is starting to play well, and there was a play in that game this week, before on the possession prior, um, to him going down and winning the game where they blitzed him and he threw a dime to the wide receiver and the guy missed it in the end zone. My biggest problem with Denver is they kick too many field goals. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't score enough points. you got to get in the end zone. The Browns won with 13 last week. So Yeah, but the Browns got a spectacular defense. Did I mean, you hear what Brady said today? NFL's Brady mediocre. No. No, Brady said NFL's mediocre. Players aren't as good as they used to be. Since Coaching's the not as good. Up last year. Brady was playing last year. What is he talking about? This guy's acting like he, he's been out of the league for 15 years. He's talking about things being mediocre now? Talking about like a that. big year change or something? I don't know, but looking at this week, I always like to pick these Thanksgiving games. I like the Lions at home over the Packers. Um, the Cowboys are going to beat the Commanders. The Commanders... I looked absolutely atrocious I actually, this week. I actually think Washington's going to win that game, and Dak is going to have an absolute stinker. There's a chance. 
I never. Every time I would never bet a Cowboys. Might flop this week. Dak Prescott might flop this week. I don't know, man. The Commanders were awful this week. They Devito threw for three touchdowns. The Goodfellas guy. Who? Tommy Devito Who's from Goodfellas. The Giants from the Giants. Three touchdowns. Barkley had a huge game because of Devito huge. putting it on him. Then you got uh, 49ers at the Seahawks. I don't know. Did you bet down on the Niners? Now it looks like they're rolling. Uh, it's one game. It's one or two games. No, they they're, beat the Bengals. They're, they're, they're starting to play pretty well again. I don't know, but like I said, those two teams, I'm with I'm you on Philly. I'm still not on the 49ers. I'm with you on Philly. I think when you I would be Philly, shocked if Philly doesn't make it to the, to, the, to the Super Bowl again this year. I would be shocked. The other two games I wrote down that I like this week um, that should be fun to watch are Texans-Jaguars because that's in the division. I'm um, going with the Texans in that one. That's in the division. The Jaguars are up and down. 17 and f- seventeen touchdowns, five picks for C.J. Stroud. And he had three of them last week. It, it, I'm telling you, that guy, yeah, he threw some picks this week and he still got it done. Still I mean, won. They, yeah, they still won the game. So... And then that Browns-Broncos this Dad, do you think I should offer um, <clears throat> Garrett Wilson for Adam Ross St. Brown? Yeah, yeah, no one's going to do that. I'll no try. one's going to do that. But I would offer Garrett Wilson for a mid-range back. I'd offer Garrett Wilson for a piece of newspaper over there on the table because you ain't going to get one. For a while there, he was getting targeted. Eesh, he had three weeks in a row where he was getting targets. Right Last week was awful. And now the quarterback's out, so who's going to throw him the ball? No, the quarterback's benched. Boyle. Boyle's coming in there. All right, let's get to our fantasy stuff. It's funny because Zach, because uh, Robert Sala, I mean, Sala said, uh, he said, Zach Wilson's actually playing the best football he's played. Now he's benched. He's awful. The guy's not an NFL And the bad part is that guy's not a bad coach. And Sala's for the Jets is not a bad coach. No, he's He's not. I, I I think that that team with Rodgers... Is right now. They're he's going to return to practice in, in two weeks. They're in there. Yeah, Roger's supposed to return to practice in a couple weeks. What was he thinking about coming back for? They're, Are they're you out of serious? it. Yep. Wow, that's a major comeback. It's because all that stuff he eats or takes or whatever. It is. I don't know, man. He's on some mushrooms or something. <laughs> I'm going pops flops. What do you got? All right. First of all, I want to say that my fantasy pop last week was the absolute worst pick. Oh yeah, in this history. Was, wait, this beat Nate picking a guy out of bye week by miles. It beat Nate by miles. <laughs> my guy ain't even been in the league in three years, so my notes were a little off. I was listening to the show and my I decided to look terrible. your guy up. And I'm like, that was all time. I, I was, I was. That's all time. The good thing time. is, if somebody's listening to the show and they're trying to take your advice, they can't even find the guy. So you could you could definitely wouldn't put him in they as a couldn't pop get him because he got arrested for DW. <laughs> yeah, but they <laughs> two years ago. But you couldn't find him. You couldn't. I mean, there's no way you could have got him. So wherever I got my notes from from last week, on a last waste paper in, basket on a last on a last minute call in was worse than a waste paper basket. So this week, I had for my pop. He was talking a whole bunch about running backs should get paid, running backs should get paid, and he has not performed very well this year. So I'm taking my fantasy pop this week against the sucky Carolina Panthers to be Derrick Henry. I'm going with uh, 175 to 200 yards rushing this week. I think he pops off and has a big game. And I mentioned it earlier, my flop this week is Dak Prescott. 
I think the Washington Commanders are going to win that game on Thanksgiving Day. I think Prescott's going to put up a stinker. And if he does, I can't wait to hear what Stephen A. Smith's got to say about it the next day. Yeah, that's always fun. Night, didn't, didn't, uh, the night of Thanksgiving. And, and then I got two other guys that I think are going to have big games this week. Both of them play for Tampa Bay. I think Rashad White's going to have a big game, and I think Mike Evans is going to have a big game. Nice. Caden, what do you got? Who's your pops and flops? Um, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, you don't know, do you? Ty Chandler. I I, I feel like. Uh, Ty Chandler. Sure. What? What's he gonna do? He's gonna score points. Oh, so you're going with him for your pop? You yeah. Didn't say. I feel like Ty, he's playing. He's playing the Bears. The Bears. It kind of seems like the Bears are up and down. I think he's gonna get into uh, to the passing game. So I really feel like Ty Chandler. He's kind of taking over Madison's role a little bit. So I kind of like that. And yeah, are you gonna play him? Oh uh, no, I I, I I gotta I gotta give him uh, give him another week because I, I just don't know. I feel like he has way more talent than Madison, but they gotta give respect to Madison. He's been their backup for like two or three years. And my uh, flop is um actually I have another pop. I have a uh, Jalen Warren. He's he's had a really nice year. I mean, it kind of his game log has just kept going up. He's really earned his um, at Cincy. He's really yeah. He's really earned his uh, you know his. Looks like he's taking that trust. job from uh, Harris. You know his game Looks log like is Pittsburgh guys finally. His game to get log the job. is six, twelve, eight, eleven, ten, ten, seven, fourteen, nineteen, twenty-three. So every week he's been better. And I just feel like you know the way that I mean Najee Harris coming out of college, he's supposed to be one of the best running backs. In, in the league, and we, and now Warren's slashes. We, we grabbed Warren last year with the, with the intention of him taking that job, and we're probably a year early. He's getting real close to. Yeah, my man. Yeah, they're they're, they're reluctant to. Najee Harris is going to trade it because he still thinks he's the guy, and he just don't have it. And another guy in that team that's great that they just can't figure out how to use his pickets. He oh, needs God. to get traded. Yeah, he's got to go. That guy's a stud wide receiver, and they're just wasting him away over there. Yeah, I agree. And uh, awesome. my flop is, uh, one second. Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, he picks Ty Chandler to pop. Uh, he's got him. But he's not gonna play him. I'm like, how you picking him to pop? If you ain't gonna play him. I'm gonna go with uh, Austin Eckler because. Uh, he has he's been really good, but he's been kind of he had a really bad week against Green Bay. And I just feel like the Chargers don't really know how to get into him into the offense winning wise. Uh, and Baltimore is good to know. I mean, no, no one else has really played well for the Chargers, and they're gonna find a way to contain Eckler. So I think yeah. Now last week when you guys were gone, I told Pep. I said Pep. You got to play Calvin Ridley this week. This guy's been dead for five straight weeks. He's due to pop off. Pep does not listen. He gets thirty-one and a half points. Yeah, Ridley was well. Lawrence, Lawrence, and him went we, together. We still ended up. We still ended up squeaking by with the win thanks to Swift. But I can't blame I him Ridley, though, dude. Those I knew Ridley was going to pop off. I told him this guy's too good. So they have bad games consistently every single week. I know what, though. When you get those AFC division, AFC South games, a lot of times they are messy games. And with Tennessee's coaching, I would have thought that game would have been lower scoring. I'm surprised Jacksonville did what they did. Lawrence had his best game of the year. 
Um, and I actually made a change for Caden there, and I went with that Washington quarterback Howell. So he finally sat Lawrence. It didn't work out, but Caden had some guys pop. We made sure Puka and Tank were both in the lineup. Brian Robinson, Mixon. I mean, these guys. Tank are, those play every week for the rest. Right. Of oh, the yeah, I agree. Play every every week to rest. Of I don't the know year. how you sit Puka either. I mean, Puka it with Cup being out again now. Puka's in every week for the rest of the year. That dude catches. And I would balls. consider looking up two two at well even now that that. That right. Cup's going to be out for a while because Stafford's got to throw the ball to somebody. I mean, there's just – I knew – the minute I, I saw Puka Nakua with this guy's body and stuff. He's I a said, big body. This guy can play, man. This guy's going to be good. And with Cup being out, I knew they had to throw him the football. And Puka has produced from from day one. I'm going with running backs for my pops and flop – or for my pop and flop this week. I'm going – my flop, I'm going with Josh Jacobs, the Raiders. The Raiders are playing KC. I just like the way KC's defense looks. I think he's going to have a hard time getting anything going there. I think they're going to have to switch over to the pass game. His only chance of not flopping, I think, is to catch five or six balls. Other than that, I don't think he's going to do anything. So my flop's Josh Jacobs. My pop is Alvin Kamara. I love him coming off a bye week. Going to Atlanta. He hasn't done a lot this year. I know. I think he's going to have a big game. I uh, think this is the big Camaro week. Going to Atlanta. That's going to be a fun game. Those teams like to run on a fast track. Those are my two. I I got to make a statement because as a Saints fan, I know I've been talking about the Bears, and I'm slowly becoming a Bears fan. I'm noticing uh, through Windy City Corner. I'm I'm still watching the Saints, and – Oh, Saints front office. I hope you're listening to this because you are not listening. Let me tell you. You right got to get rid of. You got to get rid of Michael Thomas. This guy's absolutely useless. He's eating up your money. This guy's absolutely useless. Go with the future. This guy stinks. Dude, I is mean, that Keyshawn Johnson's nephew, man. He's not gonna like that. Who's Keyshawn Johnson? Oh, One of the best wide receivers ever. Who's Keyshawn? I don't know best ever. He's but back he's on a, the IR. He's a great all-around receiver. Yeah, Keyshawn could block. Yeah, Keyshawn let could me do put it to you this way: Do you think that Keyshawn's the guy? Do you think the team that drafted? That's his nephew. Do you think the team that drafted Quentin Johnson in the first round would rather have him or Tank Dell right now? No oh, man. Quentin yeah. Johnson has done absolutely nothing. I'm and telling he's you, a first-round draft pick. The fantasy thing right now, when the season's over, we got to give out some awards on the fantasy guys and see. It has not been as cut and dried as it is right say, now. It's like Tyreek, maybe. I mean, I don't know who's all your top I'm guy. Say is it before we started the year? I said Dell with a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. That's very attainable. He's, oh, he's got six fifty nine. I don't six. see how he don't get there. And I also said David Montgomery would have a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. And he's only played seven games. He's got 577 yards and eight punch-ins already. So he's, there's no reason he shouldn't get to the double digits and touchdowns. I knew he would be your Jamal Williams of last year. I told He's Kate, a better version Kate of it. Draft. He's a better version of it. He runs hard. Ran hard with the Bears. That dude runs hard. Ran hard with the Bears. He just had good, no lane. Yeah, no, I, I like him. I mean, I like watching him. I like him in the single digit, too. Gives him a different look on the field. I think he's a single digit now. Is he wearing like a five, five or something like that? Yeah. Five, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. You had some good calls, some good calls with those guys. All right, you guys ready to close this out? Sure. All right, we're going to close this up. Uncle Clint, you done? Do you have any other nit, um, nuggets of any uh, information? I told Caden to play, get that Seattle running back, Chabernet. You better get him if you see out there. We're looking, he, we're looking for another back to add because Garrett, I, I think. Did shut down his uh, all-women's team? 
Oh, don't even start with that. All right, we'll talk about that after the show. All right, we're shutting it down. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Hey, I'm talking. Enjoy this time with your families. Um, We will be back. We'll be back next week, probably Tuesday or Wednesday, with another pod. We appreciate everybody listening. Like us and follow us on Spotify and Apple or wherever you get your pods. Thank you so much. Have a great night.